0: Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 107. I truly do appreciate you listening in. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a rating and review on Google or Apple Podcasts. Thank you for your support. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. All signs are pointing towards the NHL playoffs moving ahead this summer, so with that in mind, my network shout-out this week goes to Hockey Feels Podcast. Hosted by Oilers fan Steve Schipansky and Flyers fan Rachel Donner, this podcast is all about hockey how hockey makes us feel. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Hockey Feels and all the other great shows on the network. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast is brought to you in part by Straight From the CPA's Mouth, a new podcast series created by the CPA Education Foundation and funded by the Heshey CPA Knowledge Center. Alberta's Chartered Professional Accountants, or CPAs, are experts on a wide range of topics and issues of interest to Albertans. Straight from the CPA's Mouth has discussions on topics important to you, from leadership skills and achieving career potential, to financial literacy and how to make your tax refund bigger. Whether you're a university student, a new Albertan, or a parent, you'll find something of value on this unique podcast. You'll find Straight from the CPA's Mouth on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or on the CPA Education Foundation's website at cpaalberta.CA/, Foundation. That's cpaalberta.ca slash foundation. The Eat More Barbecue podcast goes global this week as Ben Arnett joins me from Australia. Ben hosts the and Hot Confessions Barbecue podcast and is my first guest from outside of North America. I had a great con- conversation with this self professed barbecue nerd. <laughs> Welcome back everybody another episode of the podcast and uh, my first global outside of North America guest all the way from Australia. I've got Ben Arnett from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast here with us. Ben, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Mate, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's a it's a glorious Sunday afternoon here and I'm uh, once I'm done here I'm going out to light the coals and start cooking up some steaks for dinner, so it's going to be glorious.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Uh, a little bit of background about yourself. Who is, uh, whos uh who
1: um, so I'm, I guess I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just a tragic barbecue nerd. Um, if I'm not, uh, recording podcasts or videos about barbecue, then I'm writing about barbecue or photographing barbecue or, well, not so much in 2020, but before that I was going to a lot of barbecue events and, um, mm. yeah, anything and everything to do with barbecue. I'm on it. I just love it all.
0: Awesome. Uh, Obviously Australia's home for you originally
1: yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, so um we are a, we are a multicultural family um yes. I, I work in international education and i I tell a lot of my students there that I have one of the most international families in Australia, and they say, "What do you mean?" And I say, "Well, my wife is American, my mm-hmm. sister is adopted, she's from South Korea. I have one Italian aunt, one Chinese aunt, and one half chinese half Japanese step cousin Wow. <laughs> But, yes, um I'd, I am from Australia. I'm a beach boy at heart, um, okay. but I actually spent most of my time growing up on a farm in the Hunter Valley. So uh, yeah, I can do all the all the farm boy things and I can also catch a wave at the beach, so it's pretty cool.
0: Awesome. And you're uh, on the Gold Coast of Australia. Tell us uh, about what where you live? what's uh, what are we talking about when you say the gold coast?
1: so the the Gold Coast is um, my wife refers to it as the Miami of Australia. Um, so we have warm weather, uh, sunshine 360, uh, sorry, th- at 300 out of 365 days a year, we have sunshine. Nice. Um, we've, we're far enough up the coast that we get beautiful warm weather and, but not too much humidity. Um, okay. but we're far enough South on the coast that we don't get all the nasties, the crocodiles and the iragangi jellyfish and all that sort of stuff that try and kill you when you get in the water. So, awesome. um yeah so we've got the best of both worlds here on the here on the gold Coast. We're really lucky and really spoiled
0: yeah we uh, over here when uh, people talk about Australia, we often hear about all these horrible uh animals and creatures that insects and uh, creatures that'll try to kill you so uh
1: yeah look there's uh, nice that, to- there is a lot of exaggeration going around about it, but um, I'm sure yeah, but by that same token you you do still always need to have your eyes and ears open um the farm that I referenced earlier that I grew up on. Uh, we mm-hmm. had so many. Uh, we had four out of the top seven world's deadliest snakes. Um, oh, lovely! Just rampant on that on that <laughs> piece of land. And uh, my parents made a rule that we were never allowed to go play outside unless mm-hmm. there were at least two of us. So me right. and my brother, or me and my sister, we had to be together um, so that if one of us got bit, the other one could run and get help. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, there is a certain degree of exaggeration, but then also not.
0: There's some truth
1: to it. Yeah.
0: Uh, And tell me your your barbecue story. How did you get uh, kind of into the whole barbecue thing? I see on your website you make mention of a a hospital, a barbecue-related hospital visit at the age of three.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of my earliest memories, actually, is uh, of um, living at a house down on the central coast in New South Wales, and uh, my grandparents used to come around for uh, barbecue lunch on Sundays. And this was back in the early 80s when it was still um, okay to have a furnace in your backyard and just burn all your household rubbish in your in your backyard okay. on, a, on a Sunday. And so uh, we, we didn't actually have a furnace. So my dad would just, um, he built like a small brick uh, fireplace on the ground. He'd pile mm-hmm. the garbage up in that, burn it off. And then once it was burned off, we'd run around the yard, grab some sticks and throw some sticks in. And then he'd drop a lump of steel over the top of that and we'd cook up some uh, some steaks and sausages and whatnot and um now thankfully i don't actually have any any memory of this whatsoever but um uh, the the story goes that we had that my grandparents had come around we'd done the garbage burn burnt that off got the sticks done the food and then i'd gone to have my my after lunch nap and so hmm. dad had uh, picked up the steel and cleaned off the steel and that was gone and i woke up from my nap looked out the window i went oh snow and I went running out and in bare feet straight through the, through the ash pile of what was left mm. of, the, of the burn on the ground there. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, the story goes that my first ever trip to hospital was barbecue-related because I burnt the bottoms off my, off my feet. And, uh, Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully, as I said, I've yeah. got no memory of that whatsoever. Um, yeah, probably best. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. It, it, it would have traumatized me off of barbecue if I could remember how that went <laughs> down.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Uh talk about smoking hot confessions. The podcast you got a bunch of other stuff going on as well.
1: Yeah, like uh, I said before, if there's um if there's anything to do with barbecue, I'm in it. Um so mm-hmm. I love to uh to write recipes and cook stuff here in the yard and i shoot videos and photograph it all and write it all up and put it all up on the website um i've got the smoking Your confessions barbecue podcast that you uh that, that you just spoke to there and uh, we've just recently added video to it so um in much the way that that we're using zoom now to record i i use that Great. to record and then i chop it all up in um in adobe premiere pro and put it all together out as a video as well so um
0: perfect
1: we're, we're hitting all the different platforms in all the different angles so yeah if i'm not um if i'm not recording podcasts about barbecue then it's videos or it's photos or i'm writing about it um, product reviews are another thing that we like to do here right. um there's a couple of businesses that we work with that uh, like to send us their new products and we uh play with it and test it and do write-ups on it and all that sort of stuff and awesome. uh yeah basically it's it's just barbecue 24/7 in my house.
0: Lovely. And this is uh is this a, a full-time thing for you or still a part-time? You mentioned international educations. So.
1: so I still have a day job for now. Yep. Um yep. however that's not going to last too much longer because um with uh with covid shutting down all the all the international borders with no more international mm-hmm. students coming, they don't need any more international student teachers. So Right, I've I've got a job until these t te- until these current students finish, and then it, then right. it will be full time barbecue.
0: Okay, and is that is the hope to be able to continue that once things reopen? Or?
1: Yeah, we are working on a, on a few different things. Um, so I'll I'll give you just a quick little exclusive in about a week or two. We're going to be launching a new business, uh, okay. meat and fire media services, and what we're doing there is nice. we've got um, it's going to be a combination of online courses and and uh, a service-based business as well. So basically all the things that we've been doing to build and grow Smoking Hot Confessions will be commercially available to other businesses, um, including online courses if if other business owners want to um, upskill either themselves or their staff members. We've put together an online course for that as well. And so, uh, yeah, we're looking at, at launching that in about a week or two, so that should be quite Great. interesting. And, um, yeah, we're, we're hoping that that's going to be the next uh, the next angle that we're going to take. Awesome.
0: That's exciting. Uh, nice to be able to take it to that next level, right? Definitely. And then, uh, you do some events, uh, hosting, emceeing, uh, all sorts of good stuff, right? Demonstrations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually the, the podcast that, that, uh, led me into that. Actually, I, um, right. yep. I, I interviewed a fella for the first series of the, of the podcast, um, because it, it was a series based podcast. It wasn't a weekly show okay. like it is now. Right. Yep. And, um, he decided that he was going to put on a little mini competition and uh, once he saw that I was pretty comfortable on the microphone and comfortable standing in, in front of people and talking, he said, hey, listen, I want to pay you to fly down to Melbourne here and, um, and be the MC for my event and I said, well, ha- wait, you want to you wanna pay me to travel interstate, hang out with my friends, drink beer and talk about barbecue and he goes, yes. And I went, hmm, that's a tough decision. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yes, yes, I will do no that. Doubt, yeah. And so that yep. just sort of one thing led to another after that. That sort of got the ball rolling. And, um, And now I travel around around Australia uh, going to different uh, events and festivals. And mm. the services that I offer them are twofold. So um, on the one hand, I basically, if they've got a barbecue stage, I basically manage the, the barbecue stage for them. So I get the people on and off the stages. I get on stage myself. I'll do cooking demonstrations myself. I'll co-present cooking demonstrations for people that are a little bit less comfortable on microphones and things like that. Um, I'll host Pitmaster Q&As up on stage. Um, We do all sorts of stuff. And if I'm not actually on stage, then I grab my video cameras and my microphones and my cameras and I will race around the festival, and I'll interview different competitors, vendors, um, businesses that are part of the event. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. what I do is in the lead up to the to the event, I help them with promotions through the different social media channels. I work for them during the day, and then in the for, for about two months after that, there's at least one video per week for two months um linking back to the festival so the Great. the I, I guess that the biggest part of what i do is i cement the festivals in people's minds so that next year when the festival runs it's mm-hmm. that that the name of that festival is right in the in the forefront of people's minds awesome
0: No, well, that's excellent uh, and you've got a it's not just a one-man show i understand who's uh talk about your team there a little bit.
1: Yeah, so we've um, we've just expanded the team actually. We've um, so there's there's of course my wife, there's the she's the uh, the creative uh, the artistic director. Sorry, I've got to make sure I get that right. Um, mm-hmm. the artistic yeah. director. So uh, she's responsible for the uh, for the nun that you can see right. in the, in, the, in yes. the background here. Yeah. Um bit of a tribute back to Gil Elvgren's artwork from the 1950s when he was doing pop nice. art with uh, like pin-up models and Weber barbecues and things like that. That's our nice. little tribute back to him, and yep. um, yeah, she she sort of oversees the from from a broad perspective, all the like just how everything looks, and sort of just make sure that everything is um, is uh, branded well, and uh, and everything is uh, to theme, and um, we've got uh, Nigel as well. He's he's been a long term uh, member of the team. He runs around at different competitions with us and um mm-hmm. as as part of his business that he runs he's got a giant van which is incredibly helpful for uh yeah, for, for, sure. for yeah. lugging barbecue competition gear Absolutely. to and from competitions mm-hmm. and um we've recently added gabriel to the team so he's joining us on meat and fire as well he's a graphic designer and uh he's Perfect. from brazil and in his portfolio he used to do um long-term contracts for the brazilian government so he's He's really experienced, really good, really knows his stuff, and he's joining us for um, for the Meet and Fire team for some of the services we're going to offer through that.
0: Outstanding! Sounds like uh, a great team and ready to kind of, like I said earlier, take it to the next level with the uh, with the Meet and Fire media services. That's great. That's what we're looking to do. Yeah. Awesome. Going to take a real quick pause here for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsors, and when we get back, want to talk to Ben here about the. Uh, What's happening with the Australian barbecue scene a little bit. This episode of the eat more barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by ATB financial. I want to talk to you about a new initiative from our friends at ATB called ATB goodness grows. Hashtag ATB goodness grows is an, is an initiative that motivates Albertans to bring joyful moments to others. We're all adjusting to being disconnected from the places, people, and experiences we love, so making someone laugh or bringing a smile to their day has never been more needed or more powerful. From live streams connecting business owners to new and fun ways to celebrate things like Father's Day, ATB hopes to inspire Albertans to keep the goodness growing. To find out more or to get involved, visit atb.com COVID-19 slash community. <laughs> All right, we are back with Ben Arnott, Smoking Hot Confessions out of Australia. Uh, before we get into the Aussie barbecue scene, talk about uh, your cooking at home. You mentioned you got uh, some steaks on cue for this evening. What, uh, what are you cooking on at home primarily?
1: Um, I've only got a small family. It's just me, my wife, and our young son. So I yeah. don't often do large-scale cooks. Um, so a lot of my cooking, actually, I just do on a uh, PK Grills PK 360 and right. um, i love that thing to pieces it's absolutely fantastic it's um i've it's, heard
0: uh, heard awesome stuff about them
1: oh so good so good yep. um you can do hot and fast you can do low and slow they're easily portable so that's mm-hmm. the barbecue of choice when i go to these barbecue festivals and i do cooking demonstrations it's sure. so easy to just pack it up and throw it in the back of the truck that um that that's the one i choose to take and uh right. because i can do low and slow or hot and fast it leaves me a whole bunch of options for what i can do to present to the people at the festivals and um it's just it's so well built it's all molded aluminium so the 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 seams all fit there's not a leak of smoke out of like out of it anywhere um that the aluminium sort of absorbs that heat and radiates it around and it doesn't escape and yeah it's it's just a really good bit of gear and uh so Mm. a lot of my cooking gets done on that um but uh Probably once every two months, I will do a do a large scale cook, and I'll fill the little the little chest freezer we got. Because one thing that we love to do is, um, I will do a big cook, and I'll do you know sort of two briskets, two or three pork shoulders, some lamb shoulders, mm-hmm. um, a, uh, a a beef chuck roast, um, you know some some chicken breast, things like that, and I'll spend all day cooking that, you know, 14, 15 hours, and then I'll do another two or three hours in the kitchen with the vacuum sealer. Absolutely. and um, and i vacuum seal it all up throw it in the freezer yep. and then we get to have yummy delicious meats all through the week yep. and it takes 10 minutes to pull it out of the freezer and defrost it and, and away you go you got delicious exactly. almost almost as good as fresh from the vacuum seal yeah
0: no with the vacuum absolutely we do that uh we've got two daughters so it's uh not not much bigger than your family and uh yeah when you do those big cooks there's lots of lots of leftovers so yeah yeah that vac- that vacuum sealer is a lifesaver yeah Uh, talk about talk about the meats you're cooking over there you know i guess with your wife being american you've got some uh knowledge of what the kind of standard proteins are over here what how does it differ with what you you mentioned lamb so i think that's probably a big thing
1: yeah lamb would would probably be the the biggest difference um uh australia is known as the the land that was born on the sheep's back that's one of the uh one of the common expressions so Mm -hmm. lamb is is plentiful here um The export market over the last sort of 10 years has grown exponentially for lamb. So even though we have one of the largest um, uh, lamb populations, I guess, or sheep populations in the world, um, the prices of lamb in Australia have skyrocketed the last couple of years as all the top product goes to the export markets. Um, of course at the moment a lot of those export markets are closed down so if you are asking me what's happening this week we're seeing a lot Mm. of the previously that was all only available for export uh, meats you know you've got your Mayura station Wagyu for beef and you've got your uh, your Motnai lamb Um, all that sort of stuff that was previously export only is now suddenly available to the public and so we're seeing a lot of people are starting to experiment with these meats they're having a great time doing it and they're producing some really good qualities the other biggest difference would be the availability of the American style barbecue cut. So it is starting to become more and more popular now. But uh, mm. sort of seven, eight years ago, nine years ago now when I was first starting to get into it, you just couldn't get it. You just couldn't get right. cuts. You'd you'd walk in and you'd ask for a brisket and they that they'd hand you like a like a rolled potted roast. There would yeah. like the idea of a of, of a full pack of brisket was just unheard mm. of. And that's yeah. just simply because the the butchers are trained differently. It's called a boning spec, and that's just the the rules for how they for how they break down a, an animal carcass into different cuts. And so that, of course, is governed by the uh, prevailing demand, you know, supply and demand sure. of, of business. Absolutely. And so things like like pork ribs can be quite difficult to get some nice, decent, meaty barbecue pork ribs here in Australia, because a okay. lot of butchers um, like. Pork belly is in much higher demand generally in Australia than pork ribs, so right. finding a butcher that's going to sacrifice that pork belly that they know is going to sell really well mm-hmm. to produce thick meaty barbecue ribs, you it it can sometimes take yeah. quite a bit of work to talk that butcher around to uh, to cut that the way you want it, and sometimes mm-hmm. you've actually just got to buy a um to buy a bone in belly and just trim it down Do yourself. It yourself.
0: Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh you talked a little bit about uh, some travels. Uh any barbecue related travels or uh, I guess uh outside of Australia?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, do. I We've know. um this year was supposed to be our third trip uh to America on a on a barbecue right. tour. Um nice. I had I had actually been invented uh, – in- invented. I had been invited to be a presenter. At, um, at the annual NBBQA conference this year. So I was going to oh, go nice. over and I was going to present on um, brand building through strategic digital media marketing um, and specifically targeted at barbecue businesses. And right. um, so, of course, that, that fell through with about two weeks' notice. And so I'm... Yeah. Waiting to find out if uh, if borders are going to be open and if my plane tickets are going to be refunded so I can go again next mm. year. But uh, yep. yeah, so that that was supposed to be this year. But uh, for two years before that, we've gone over for a month each time. Um, starting in 2018, I was part of a right. um, part of a collaborative barbecue team that did quite well here in Australia, and we got an invite to go compete in the world's barbecue championships in Houston. Nice. In, uh, yeah, okay. In in 2018, yeah. And so that was really cool, you know, two hundred and fifty of the best barbecue teams in the world and we finished ninetieth yeah, so that was uh that that was pretty awesome to be in the, in the top one hundred yeah. there um, but yeah. then after that we my wife and son and I, we jumped in the car, and we shot across from Houston, across to New Orleans, and we had a couple of days in New mm. Orleans, and then up, to, yep. up to, uh, to Arkansas through the Midwest, and we just stopped at different barbecue joints all along the way, and interviewed owners, and di- different competitors, and all this sort of stuff, and we basically put together a, a US road trip podcast series, so oh, awesome. um, 2018, I think it was 10 episodes. And then 2019, when we went across, um, I was actually working at that NBBQA conference that year. So I was part of the press okay. team covering the uh, covering the event. Right. And we turned that into a month tour as well. So we started in New Orleans and we uh, we did the Hammond Barbecue Challenge one weekend. And then the next weekend was Hogs for the Cause, which was just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Hogs for the Cause is an incredible event. Yeah. Great um, charity event. Too. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one team alone personally raised uh, almost half a million US dollars. It was That's wild, eh? Phenomenal, phenomenal. The, yep. the the corporate sponsorship over there is just it's wild. Yeah. A um,
0: different, different level.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then we shot up through right. uh through Mississippi, Memphis and across to um Kansas City, Kansas for the conference. And we ran around there for a couple of days and uh, you know, a, again shooting interviews and recording videos and all this sort of stuff right. and then back down into Arkansas because that's where my wife's family's from. So all okay. of these trips, we seem to end up on a, on a loop back to Arkansas because Arkansas is on the route back to Dallas yeah. airport. So we right, we yep. always stop in for a couple of days before heading down to Dallas airport to fly out again. And uh, yes, yeah, so that was a, a 15 episode series was that one on that, on that tour in, in 2019. And so we had lined up um, a lot of big things for, for this year. And we're, we're just uh, having to put the brakes on that. And hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to get into it in 2021, but yeah. Uh the uh, the international travel experts are all saying 2022 or maybe even 2023. So Yeah, my uh,
0: my wife and I we were it's our 20th wedding anniversary this summer. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Uh May we were supposed to have taken a trip to New Orleans for a week to celebrate and obviously didn't, so.
1: No. <laughs> we're, uh,
0: we're we're kind of anxiously awaiting when uh, when things might get moving again as well, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my work takes me to Houston fairly regularly, about once a year or so. So I usually am able to work in some barbecue uh, road trips while I'm down there as well. So. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a lot uh, of no, good barbecue no sho- down that way.
0: Ah, no shortage of it. It's awesome. And uh, unfortunately, I'm always just leaving as the uh, the world uh, championships are getting going. So I keep missing it. But... <laughs> That's a shame. It is. Uh let's talk about the australian uh, barbecue scene what's uh what's happened obviously twenty twenty is a bit of a different story but
1: uh,
0: yeah. I, I keep hearing all this uh, stuff about just how crazy and growing the uh, the scene is over there
1: yeah well thanks to the um to the power of the internet the the learning mm-hmm. curve for Australia has been exponential. Um, so it, it hasn't taken us very long to sort of catch up to the American barbecue scene, and you can see um, quite a few of our competitors now are traveling over to the states and are you know are, are getting call ups in you know the Royal and uh, Memphis in May and all those types of com- of competitions there. You know you got um, Big Smoke Barbecue uh, and uh, the Smoking Joint does really well. Barbecue Mafia, um, you know those sort of teams there. Uh, traveling over to the States, competing in those competitions, and they're doing really well. Um, so the competition scene really sort of kicked off around 2014. That was when we started having our first couple of competitions, and it just sort of blew up from there. So um, the biggest competition in 2014, I think it was 20 teams, and that was the third and final competition for the year in 2014. And you fast mm-hmm. forward to 2019, and and you're looking at competitions now that have 100, 105, 110 teams in them. Um, so it's we're actually big, uh, putting on the yeah 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 we're actually putting on the biggest barbecue competitions in the southern hemisphere now so uh, yeah it's it's pretty cool and it's it's uh, it's madness just to to sit back and look at the explosion of the scene and how fast it's grown and um, for a lot of guys like me who are, you know we just love cooking on on wood and fire and all that sort of stuff it's um it's led to some really interesting business opportunities we've got manufacturers we've got uh, you know, um, spice rub uh, businesses and sauces businesses that are now exporting worldwide um, thanks to this uh, explosion of the barbecue scene here in Australia. And, um, yeah, so that's that's been really, really uh, interesting to see. Um, we've got basically three people to thank for that. It's uh, Jay Beaumont, Adam Roberts and Jess Pryles. They're the three co-founders mm-hmm. of the Australasian Barbecue Alliance. Right. Um, they really kicked off the the first ever um, sanctioning body here in Australia, the Australasian Barbecue right. Alliance, and um, their their hard work in the in the early years has really paved the way for the rest of us to come and to come and play in this in this scene, and um, so yeah, they've they did a lot for, for everybody there, and um, we've now got uh, KCBS is now um, establishing itself in Australia as well, so and yeah, particularly in Western Australia because. Um, uh, Australia's population is just so spread out. Um, right. We've got almost as much land mass as continental USA, but we've only got eight and a half percent of the population. So uh, yeah, 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 we're we're really a lot of spread open out. spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, make,
0: make social distancing easy, right?
1: Well, yeah. It, it, it's actually funny <laughs> that you that that you mentioned that. If you look at Australia's numbers versus the rest of the world, we're actually doing mm-hmm. a lot better than than a lot of other countries. And I think it's just it's quite simply because we do have such such wide open spaces and we are just a naturally distanced population anyway um but yeah.
0: Difference,
1: yeah 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 so we've got um we've got kcbs primarily over in wa they're starting to put on a few comps over in over on the east coast um the aba pretty much everywhere else and uh that that has given me the opportunity personally of being able to fly right across the country to perth uh, as far north as Townsville and as far south as Hobart in Tasmania and go and work at all these different festivals um so that's that's been a great opportunity for me and I've you know I've I've gone from having a small circle of friends on the Gold Coast to having a large circle of friends literally all around the all around the country so um yeah barbecue has been very good to me
0: I love it yeah that's the the, the barbecue family that people talk about, right? It's,
1: oh, absolutely, yeah, it's yeah.
0: Actually, I just recently heard Jess Pryles on another podcast a week or two ago, and she mentioned the the Australasian Association. So
1: she's uh, she's doing some big things over here. Yeah, she's she's kicking some uh, some big goals over there for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Australasia, what region would that cover outside of just Australia?
1: So, the region that's, that's commonly known as, as Oceania, um, okay. that, that is what is we also refer to as, as Australasia. So, you, you're sort of talking about um, Southeast Asian countries, um, Australia, New Zealand. So, you're talking about okay. your, your, your Indonesia, um, mm-hmm. Australia, and uh, Philippines, and New Zealand, yeah,
0: okay. And you mentioned Tasmania,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, Tas- Tasmania is, is part of Australia, yeah, that's There's, okay, uh, yeah.
0: Uh excuse my ignorance. I apologize.
1: Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Um one of the events I've heard a bunch about is meat stock.
1: Oh. Meat stock is so good. So now is this good.
0: Ju- is this a competition, a festival, a combination? Both. It's both. Yeah. Okay. It is. So yeah.
1: um there's it, it's a huge festival. They get, you know, 30,000 people crowds come through. Wow. Um, and it's absolutely massive. Jay does a great job putting them on. That's um, that's another one of the co-founders of the ABA. So, okay, um, yep. so you know, Jess Pryles has moved into spices, and that sort of that media personality type role. Jay's moved mm-hmm. into event promotion. Um, Adam Roberts is a, is a authoring books and um, and running a uh, a restaurant in his hometown there that's doing really well, Q Deli. Um, so Meatstock is Jay's baby. And uh, I I actually had him on the show just a few weeks ago, and I got the full story um, on all the meat stocks there. And uh, he started in, I think he said it was Sydney first, and then Auckland, and then Melbourne. And um, so he's now uh, inter-country international festival. And Mm -hmm. um, it is just a complete, it's a a three-day celebration party of all things subculture. So you've got hot rod shows, you've got rock and roll bands, you've got, um, you know uh barber barber wars like competitions for w- which barbers can do the most work with with beards okay. and hair oh, okay. and all sort of stuff and um right. uh butcher wars they get a bunch of butchers in and they get them up on stage with uh table setups and they've got to compete mm-hmm. to who can dress up an animal to look the best presentation and right. uh-huh. um, all of this sort of stuff uh axe throwing um all all sorts of different uh, artisan wares you've got all your all your leather workers and your metal workers and um all you know uh knife knife makers they all sort of put on a bit of a trade show as well so there's a trade show wow. as well as the festival as well as all the food trucks and then the competition as well on on top of that and uh so yeah they're, they're probably the the biggest events of the year here in australia and we've got uh, one in melbourne one in sydney and one in auckland yeah
0: wow yeah it sounds like quite a, almost a bunch of mini festivals happening within this big umbrella eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um particularly when they uh when they uh, all the Harley guys bring in all their all their uh their motorcycles for a show and shine and all that sort of stuff yep. and uh yeah, it, it it gets really cool and um we've attracted a lot of uh big names barbecue celebrities mm. to come down. We've had Mo and Tuffy and um I think I think Myron came down one year early on. Okay. Um I'm not too sure about that. Um and yeah, Wayne uh, Mueller has been over, hasn't he? Wayne Mueller, Christina Fitzgerald, yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, we've had quite a yeah. few, uh, few big-name celebrities. Um, barbecue Ninja, but I, that, that wasn't right. for Meatstock. That was something over in WA, I think. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, uh, he, he comes down quite a bit. So uh, they've, they've become a, a real international draw card, and I think that says a yeah, lot for, sure. the, for the size and the scale of the barbecue scene here in Australia that, that we're drawing those kind of large barbecue personalities to come here and, and look at what we're doing. So I think that's pretty cool.
0: Awesome. I just noticed uh, you mentioned Mo Case on his. Uh, I don't know if you saw on social media this week. He just took delivery of his new rig. I don't know if you saw that thing. That uh,
1: giant black um, oh. smoker, yeah. So I mean, yeah. that, I I did notice that, that 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 doesn't seem to be mounted on a trailer. So I'm assuming we're we're about to see a Mo Case on bricks and mortar joint because that that definitely no, looks like wonder. a like a permanent site smoker to me. Yeah, I,
0: I saw a picture of it today. On it, he would put it on a trailer, but it, I don't think I think it was just loaded on there. It's not.
1: Mounted. No, I think that was just a transport trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's a beautiful-looking rig. Yeah. Uh, ben, uh, before we wrap up, where can folks uh, find uh, you, the podcast, social media? Yeah, so we're um, we're pretty much uh, everywhere. So if you're into listening to barbecue podcasts, which you obviously are, if you're listening to Ryan's show, um, right. then, uh, yeah, check us out on all the different podcast apps, um, The Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast – and uh, you'll find us there. Um, the video versions of the podcasts, if you're a, if you're a, a visual person, they go up on our YouTube channel, our IGTV channel, and we also put uh, post them on Facebook as well. Um, so we are across all of those different, uh, social medias there. And if you want to come join us in the smoking hot confessions, barbecue community, we do have a Facebook group up and running as well. Um, it's, uh, it's one of the nicest, friendliest, cleanest, uh, places on the internet. It's a nice little corner of the world that we've, uh, carved out for ourselves there. So, uh, everyone's welcome there. We don't care where you come from, what your background is. We don't even care if you cook on gas, just come join us and talk oh, about barbecue yep. and have a good time. Awesome.
0: Uh actually one thing you we didn't touch on but uh, I heard you mention on your show was the uh the game show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's that all about?
1: Um so when when uh COVID put us all in lockdown and we we, we mm-hmm. went from having months of uh of meetups planned um to suddenly having nothing i thought well what's something i can do to to service the smoking on confessions followers that's going to bring them together and make them feel like they're they're still getting to hang out together and so i combined zoom with a with an online uh browser based platform called kahoot and so what i did was i created a barbecue game show so for for 10 weeks um every Friday night for 10 weeks, we would get together on zoom and I would record this. Uh, it, it's like a barbecue TV game show quiz quiz show type thing. Right. Like, okay. like uh nice. sale of the century or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the players have to uh, have to read the questions and then choose their multiple choice answers a, B C D, and it tallies up the points at the end of each question, so you get to see the scoreboard jump around between each question and right, uh, right. yeah, it, it was a hell of a lot of fun, and we are looking awesome. at um, at expanding it and doing a season two so uh, yeah that excellent. was that was really good fun.
0: excellent, love it. Uh, the last question I ask everybody ben uh, it's dinner time you got the the pK grill or the smoker fired up. What's uh? What's
1: your go to? Look, my, my go to is a is a ribeye steak um, nice. with a with a nice spice rub. At the moment, I'm I'm quite digging the uh, the butcher's axe um, bullseye rub. Um, is a is a beautiful one. Uh, Jackalope also has a great steak steak rub that I've uh, really enjoyed using. And uh, fire and brimstone, I've actually been using their brisket rub on the steaks as well. You get a real nice uh, nice textured finish with that one. It's it's beautiful. Um, yeah. grill grates, of course, to get the, to get the grill lines, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me. And I've got a beautiful steak press that, uh, the jagged wood-fired oven's made for me to really make sure I get those, those grill lines really marked out nicely on there. And, nice. um, I also quite like doing, uh, three veg on the, on the grill as well. So I might, uh, you know, make a foil packet, put in some carrots with some honey and some minced garlic, uh, maybe grill up some some broccolini i quite like some uh, just some grilled broccolini drizzle it with olive oil toss it on give it a couple of turns char it a little bit and uh, yeah just some beautiful stuff like that
0: yeah. sounds like a good
1: meal yeah now are you a,
0: a traditional cooking guy you're going the reverse sear method
1: um when it comes to steaks i pretty much just do a just do a direct grill um if they if they aren't quite at temperature but the lines are looking good the um the way I've set my my PK up is that my um the grill grates that I use are actually off my Weber Go Anywhere because if you turn them sideways they go uh perpendicular to the grill perfectly so okay. you can still close the yes. lid and so oh, I run perfect. the I run the charcoal right up the middle of the PK put mm-hmm. the uh, grill grates from the Go Anywhere perpendicularly across the the grill. And then that yeah. gives me two cool zones on either side. So um, I can get up to four stakes on, uh, on that little grill grate bit there. And then if they, if they aren't quite at temperature, then I'll put them over onto the side and just uh, turn off the vents and shut the lid. And as the fire's mm-hmm. dying down, I give them about 10 or 15 minutes just to sit in there and just uh, and get up to temperature. But uh, one tip, though, is if you've got a particular side where the grill, uh, where the grill grate marks look nicer, put that side okay. down. For the rest because what i found is if you leave it up as it rests some of the juices keep rising out of the steak, and it can sort of uh um it not yeah. wash away the lines but it, they they become a lot harder to see so mm. if you've got the side that you want to look pretty put that side down for the for the rest
0: good tips good tips well ben thank you uh so much for doing this i really appreciate you Taking some time out of your, your Sunday afternoon. It's a Saturday evening for me here with the time difference. So uh, when we were talking times over uh, texting, I was having to keep doing the math in my head. Yeah. Stuff, we about. So yeah. That uh, 16 hour difference, it uh, messes with you. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome though. Ben, I sure appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much. Uh, sharing a little bit about what's going on uh, across the ocean. It's great.
1: Mate, thanks for having me. And I look forward to doing it again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Ben.
0: That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating or review. They sure help increase the show's visibility. Thank you so much to Ben Arnett for joining me to talk some Australian barbecue this week. Be sure to check out his top-notch and award-winning Smoking Hot Confessions podcast and visit them online at smokinghotconfessions.com. Visit www.albertabbqtrail.com for my listing of Alberta barbecue joints and get out there and show them some some support. They still need you. You can find me on Twitter at barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking, take care of one another, and stay safe. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, hopefully grown, community supported.